What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. Welcome to the 109th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is the super excited Wink. What's going on, Wink? Uh, I am just sitting here feeling very, very comfy. I happen to notice you look really good tonight too, Dan. Oh, thanks. What's up with that? I don't know. It must be the uh. fact that I'm growing my beard out. Uh, no, I don't think that's <laughs> what it is. And I don't oh, think it's those sexy stretching. headphones on your head either. It's something else. I got this oh. sweet new shirt on uh, Monday. I'm loving it. Yeah. I see yeah, yours over so there too. I, man. Ooh. Loving it. Surprised at the quality. Uh, These things are awesome, man. The fact that they don't shrink in the yeah, wash. They they're super comfortable. I Unbelievably would, uh, comfortable. I would recommend. Five out of seven. I, uh, would recommend. <laughs> a, perf- Indeed, um, a perfect score yeah, I've been working out lately and the arms are a little tight I, I assume that's from the gym yeah I am I'm quite impressed it is very soft and lovely and you know if you want to get one of these beautiful shattered order t-shirts you can always go to shatteredorder.com and there's a spot right there on the home page you can click the link to go to the little bonfire page and get yourself one of these snazzy new t-shirts Yep, they're all available whenever, so go check it out. Indeed. So, uh, what, I mean, we, we've got so much to talk about, but before we dig into everything, we got two little housekeeping things to take care of. I want everybody, if you are listening to this right now, pause the podcast, go to the show notes, go click the link, our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash it's a bunch of letters and stuff because we can't change it yet (laughs) eventually we'll get it changed but we need your help we need you to go subscribe to the podcast uh you have to have like so many subscriptions and so many videos or whatever in order to be able to change customize your name so go sub so we can do that and make you know other people's life easier make youtube Um, great again yeah make youtube (laughs) there we go now we're talking yeah uh what what would that Maya Maya make oh uh, no Maya 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 let's just stop now I, I felt like I was missing something yeah anyway <laughs> you're uh, the other the things new this week was very exciting for everyone's favorite newsletters um if you don't know we haven't I don't think we actually discussed this last week like we should have 
there's a new issue of the orderly. So uh, the Shattered Order Alliance now has a little newsletter thanks to um, our, our good guildmate Zale who put this lovely thing together and also put together the lovely Sith Raid page on ShatteredOrder.com. So big shout out to him and the orderly is awesome. Kind of details out, you know, everything's happened throughout all the guilds in the Shattered Order. Uh, right now, I think it's only in our Discord server, but I'm going to put a blog on the website so people can go check that out, see what's going on with the Order if they're curious. And the other thing, our good friend Mubaka got the new Hotski report out, and it's so good. A as always, it's just brilliant. So you can check that out at ShatteredOrder.com as well. Uh, two very, very good quick reads that are always entertaining. So, I other agree. Thing. Other thing. Oh yes, this. <laughs> yeah. So last last week we told everyone, hey, next week we're doing a blue designs giveaway. We're gonna come up with some questions. There are gonna be some questions. We're gonna post them to our patreons and our Twitch subbers first, about fifteen minutes before the podcast. So those have been posted, and wouldn't you know it? Are. You ready? So. I'm ready. Yeah. So, ask uh, me, and uh, I'm not going to look at the notes right now. And let me see okay. if I can answer any of these off the top of my head. Okay, sounds good. So these have been answered. They were answered very quickly. Two people, one person was first, though. Um, so as a consolation prize, shout out to Elton Blues, who got them all correct. But a couple minutes late, as Z Splash was the first to get the answers to all five questions in. And here are the questions. How many Star Destroyers did Han Solo see coming right at the Falcon after it blasted out of Echo Base? Say that. Okay, one more time. How many Star Destroyers did Han Solo see coming right at the Falcon after it blasted out of Echo Base? Five. Incorrect. Three. The answer was... Two. Two. Dose. All right. What, according to Obi-Wan, was true from a certain point of view? Say that again. According to Obi-Wan Kenobi, what was true from a certain point of view? No idea. I know the quote, uh, but I can't remember what it was about. That Darth Vader had betrayed and murdered Luke's father. Ah. Ah. Okay. Um, what did Jabba the Hutt receive as a birthday gift from Bib Fortuna? Salacious Crumb. The Rancor. Ah. Okay. Which Ewok did Leia refer to as a jittery little thing? Wicked. That is correct. Hey! Who said, I have my orders from the Emperor himself. He has something special planned for them. We only need to keep them from escaping. When asked why the Star Destroyer fleet surrounding the Death Star wasn't battling the Rebel fleet. Tarkin? Admiral no Piet? Idea. There you go. Admiral Piet. There we go. 
So those were the five Blue Designs giveaway questions this week, and the winner was Z Splash. Um, this is something we may do again. I don't know. We'll always, you know, if we do anything like this for giveaways, we will announce it before, and you know, we'll usually give a little bit of a head start maybe to Patreons and Twitch guys. So you know, if you want that little bit of a head start, check that out. Um, like I said. We'll come up with something else. You know, we may do this again. We may not. Who knows? Uh, but congrats to Z Splash for being so quick to get the answers in. Um, you can message us whether you want a Blue Designs Yeti or Lola headphones and let us know what color. Yep, definitely. Good prize. Congratulations. I could only get two out of five off the top of my head, so impressive. I would have gotten them all right, but whatever. Um, I'm kidding. I doubt it. I, I was like, you picked the questions. Uh, <laughs> of course you would have. All right. Ready for... Hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? What a week in Swoga. Actually, not really. It was kind of boring. So I seven-starred Krennic and Lobot. So exciting. Uh, I am one shard away on Hoth Rebel Soldier. I'm getting there. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be today. It wasn't. It's going to be tomorrow. I'm gonna be tomorrow. That's like me. I'm one shard away from Poe's Pose X-Wing at seven stars, and that thing just will not show Ooh. up. Yep, so that's the way it works, unfortunately. <laughs> seven, I've been 99 out of 100 for like four days. Jeez. Like whatever. That's rough. Uh, the other thing was I hit 3.3 million galactic power, so that was pretty cool. Always nice when you hit that next milestone. And I went back to Darth Trayan Arena because I was like, hey, I'm dropping to like the 40s and 50s. <laughs> Treya will help. It helped for one day. Today I dropped back into the 40s. So I From need to where? do some remodding or something. From two. Holy crap, man. Like a, like a rock through the air. Like, it was not good. So, <laughs> Are I you losing Treya lead or Palpatine? I was using Treya. I've switched to Palpatine. I'm hoping that helps a little bit. I, I may even go Darth Maul because it can't get any worse, right? Is, so, is, is your arena have a ton of Jedi in it? Not really. Uh, there's, there, there's a few. And that's... Uh, I mean, I would say... Eight probably in the top 50 something like that and that's part of the reason why I went back to Emperor Palpatine because they are better against Trey Leeds so I'm really hoping that that helps out I don't know we'll see like I said I may try Maul because I think you, you know Maul should be pretty good if well I'll be honest I just want to feel like that Zeta wasn't a waste so I'm probably going to get some use out of it eventually feel better. what's your yeah, Dooku that, look that's like the idea so I've thought about this uh <laughs> Holy crap, who was it that did the video about that? Uh, Let me see. This is going to drive me crazy. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll let you try to figure it out. So the Dooku with Treya seems to work pretty well. Somebody posted a video about that in uh, Territory War. It was uh, Swaga Metaverse. Oh, yeah, is, Metaverse. Um, oh, my God. 
Anyway, so uh, yeah, it seems to be a pretty good team. I think mine's at gear ten. Uh, might not be, you know, might be worth trying at least. Kind of see, uh, Dooku's kind of an interesting character, especially when you have all these AOE teams. Uh, he could actually be kind of interesting. Maybe, you know, maybe worth checking out. Not not a bad bad suggestion. But that's. I mean, that's pretty much all the positive stuff. We'll get to something negative here in a second after you tell me what you did. All right, let me tell you. First off, I want to say, looks like most deaths uh, is saying T-Money and good old Maurice do the Metaverse videos. Good old Maurice, that's who it was, yes. Very nice. Okay, and so. T-Money. Yep. Um, this week, I'm still gearing Ewoks. I, I've hit a roadblock and it's really freaking annoying three different ewoks all need a nubian design tech at the same time Ouch, and good. how and since i figured out the first one that i needed a nubian on we've done probably four or five rancors six rancors even not a single one has given me nubian design tech it has sucked they've given it's given you all boom boxes hasn't it Boom boxes and furnace. And you know why they gave yeah. me those two? Because Paplu needed a droid collar. So it, obviously the two that I needed, <laughs> I wasn't going to get. So I, yeah, I hit a right. wall for a little bit. But uh, while I was waiting on those, I started working Wicket to gear 12. And he's he's a he's about 10, piece, 10 salvages from gear 12. So uh, I, yeah. I thought you were going to say he's wickedly awesome. But. Uh, dude, I've used them. I use them in uh, phases three and four, the only ones I've gotten to do so far in the territory battle, but I've used the Ewoks in those ones, and holy smokes, man, they are so fun. I'm stoked about this. I, the only reason I geared them is because they looked fun, and I had fun using them in the uh, the ATST event, but, uh, man, oh, they, yeah. are, they are super fun. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, just still getting nice, them. Nice having another Territory War team too, I'm sure. Territory War team, Territory Battle team, because then I can use I can use some of those other characters in platoons that are less frequently wanted to put in there, you know what I mean? So yeah. with an extra team to fight with on it, like then I can freeze up some extra characters, you know, so... Like, I threw Nest in platoons today because I just didn't care. I had enough. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Thursday and Wednesday and Thursday, for the first time ever, took first two days in a row. So, that was pretty fun. Woo! Yeah. I had some really bad luck today. I think the first two fights I lost. And so, I wound up only getting to 10. I think I first two fights I lost. I started at 18. First two fights I lost. Wow. I fought to 15 because the 13 and 14 I didn't beat, so I just went to 15. Then I went to 10, and then my next fight was kind of pointless because 10 to 6 you get the same rewards, but I just wanted to keep trying, and I lost that one. So I wound up at 10 today, but there's a 1 in there, so I'll take it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah that's, dude. that's pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty doing pretty well there. I think I've dropped my arena uh, average on Swaga to eighteen now, so not bad. I, I think my old, like literally before I started getting into arena, I think my average was fifty four, 
So I've dropped it from 54 to 18. I don't know, it can only go down, so pretty stoked about that. Heck yeah. That was pretty awesome. Definitely making progress. Glad to hear it. <laughs> and then that uh, the last thing is you mentioned the 3.3. I'm finally to 2.95. So I'm on that last home stretch to hitting 3 million GP. Nice. So I think that once I once the new mod update comes live and I can just auto assign to all my crappy characters extra mods, I think I'll sh- that should push me over the uh, over three million. But I just don't want to do it manually right now because I think yeah. more than half of my characters don't have mods on them. So I think that would push me up there. But too lazy. Hey, that's kind of interesting. You know, here pretty soon, it'll be really easy to just put mods on everybody. But that's, we'll get to that in a second. That is what I'm waiting for. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been doing this week. Not a whole lot, but uh, just staying right. the course. So to kind of clarify on the next point, um, you're a busy person. I'm a busy person. We had an incident in chat where you were talking about something stupid that you did. And I started laughing at you. And... I'm sure at first when you read my messages, oh, you thought I was just being I an thought, ass. I thought you were, I thought you were sh- crap talking me. So yeah, and and, and then just go ahead and tell everybody what we did this past week. Okay, so basically, I wrote in my in our chat because in our guild chat because uh, I was annoyed. We were talking about something in Guild Chat, and then I just decided to share with everyone that I had. So last last week you had two, four marquee <laughs> events, right? So you had Thursday. Thursday started one, and I it went Thursday to Friday. So I just assumed that the other two would go Saturday to Sunday. So I did T3. I managed to log on to Android with my main account to get T3 as well as get Sith Trooper. But I logged, I, I, I had, we had the podcast, I had work. I, I, I was like, screw this. I'll just wait. So I waited till Sunday morning to try to do Zalbar and mission vow. And I went in there to start it and the marquee was gone. So apparently that one was Friday, Saturday. I don't know, but either way it was gone on Sunday. So I completely missed Zalbar and Mission Val and did not uh, do their marquee event. So I wrote that in chat and then you just started laughing at me and <laughs> the normal stuff you do to me. So I was like, okay, thanks, jerk. <laughs> but then I found out something else and that would be that uh, apparently you were laughing because you did it as well. Yeah, I was going to save this story for the podcast, and then, like, as I'm laughing at you, I post a picture of my roster, and I'm like, I have no shards for those two, and you're like, what? did you forget it, too? I was like, yeah, like, the only two people in our entire guild that forget are the two people who do a podcast on the bloody game. Like, come on. <laughs> Just, I mean, disappointing. <laughs> it's not outside the realm of possibility to think that the two marquee events would be exclusive and not cross over, but... That I should have paid attention to the dates. That's just, I will from now on. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, good times, uh, good times. It won't times. happen it again. A story I'll tell my children as they yeah, grow Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> no kidding. 
All right, so uh, now that we've talked about our stupidity, why don't we get into the Shattered Order poll for the week? All right, sounds good. Hit the sounder. Uh, <laughs> we don't have one. I know. I'll I'm just come playing. up with one, though. I'm just playing right, with you. So uh, going forward, I actually found a way that I can embed the polls on the pod, or sorry, on the website. So what I'll do is just... Every week I'll start making the uh, page for the episode the fall, the next week, make it a little bit early, and then we'll put the poll on there and post it. And You guys can go vote on the poll because this is you know something we're trying to get back to doing every week because it's always fun to see your responses. So why don't you go ahead and read off what the poll was this week and dig into these very interesting answers. All right, so I decided that I was going to ask about the mod update and uh, because... Why not, right? So the questions were kind of to gauge people's interest in this. And the most, for the most, there were 67 people that answered. And for the most part, most of these were answered before we even found out that mod information was dropping. So a lot of these were before people read the update, I assume. And some of them were mixed in there now with after reading it. So this is what we got. But uh, the first question I had, there were, I think there were four questions with uh, the fifth being to kind of expand on what you answered the fourth one. So this is what we got. We have, are you excited for the mod changes? And so I had three options here. Yes, no, maybe. And the over, the overwhelming, not so overwhelming, but the, the winner there was 46% for yes. Uh, not even over 50%. So not even over half people said yes, but... Uh, 33% said maybe, so that could go either way, no or yes. So people are still kind of wondering, you know, maybe they this was answered before the thing dropped and their answer would change at this point, but who knows. But as far as the question went, 33% said maybe they'd, they're excited for it, 46% said yes, and a whole 21% said no. So pretty big dispersal there of... Uh, as far as excitement goes on this. Where do you yeah, land sure. on this uh, spectrum? Oh, I think you know where I land on this spectrum. <laughs> I think we're both in the same in the same place. I think yes is a pretty easy one for me. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So uh, this Go ahead. I'm going to let you finish that. Okay, um the second question is oh, it's an interesting one. So do you think slicing will be a affordable and useful or B expensive and not used very often and 60 cents 66% so two-thirds of the people two out of every three people that answered this question said expensive and rarely used um 34% said affordable and useful I don't think it I, I my answer was also expensive and rarely used but uh, someone wrote something down in the fifth question, that was for a different question, but they wanted to say something about this question. So they, they, and I kind of agree with what this person said, and it would probably be my answer. Um, but someone wrote below that question two needs a third option, expensive and useful. So um, I yep. think I agree with that. I think it's probably expensive, but it's definitely going to be what you want to do. So, yes, I 100% agree. And we're, here shortly going to talk about the reasons why because uh, 
I know. There's some excellent reasons. It's it's gonna be fun. All right, so the next question I had, I just kind of wanted to see out of the people we talked to and uh, in our in the order in our podcast uh, server, I threw it out to the Republic guys in my Republic Guild as well. Um, but who, how many were affected? So the question is, were you affected at all by the mod bucks bug fix a few weeks ago? Basically asking, were you part of the 1%? And out of the 67 people that answered our question, um, 96% said no, so not a real big surprise there. And 4.5% said yes. So four out of the 67 people said yes. So more than 1%, at least of people that we associate with. So that's kind of interesting. It might have evened out over more answers if we had not put out this question today and I'd remember to do it earlier in the week, but uh, yeah, so it's seeming to be right around what they said. Not a lot of people affected, but uh, still people you may know. Um, yep. And then the last question, are you doing anything to prepare for the mod change? Um, I'm kind of surprised that the, oh, the, the, the one with a bigger percentage here was no. So actually I'm very surprised. I'm not surprised because I answered no, but then when I really thought about it, I am actually doing some things. <laughs> I just didn't really think about the things I was doing. So I think that's probably a lot of the no's, honestly. Yeah, because I said no. 52% said no. 48% said yes. But uh, I'll mention the here. Here's the answers people put that what they were doing, and I'll tell you which one I was I was doing and uh, why it made sense that I would put yes. So these are some of the answers people wrote in for what they've been doing. Uh, saving crystals and credits. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, to a point. I think that I want to spend mine on mods. With, we'll, we'll get to that. Anyways, playing more, paying more attention to green and blue mods. So maybe if you're in the... Uh, and remember... This hasn't happened, gone into the game yet. So all these things we're talking about, if you're not doing, you can start doing now and still get ahead of the game, right? So saving crystals and credits, paying more attention to green and blue mods. So if you're looking in the store and you've always just not paid attention to green and blue mods, those are going to be worth some extra... They're going to have some extra oomph now if you buy them and level them up to the point where those secondary stats proc. Uh, more so than they would if you bought them and didn't do it before the update. So that's something you're going to want to do. If you keep getting blue mods from events like um, uh, assault battles that assign blue a bunch of blue mods to you, if you get blue mods to speed on them, for example, or offense, update those or upgrade those mods to level six, just so those things proc, and you'll still have a chance at two more procs. Once slicing is introduced, you know what I mean? So that's another thing. Uh, upgrading all green, blue, purple mods with good secondaries to level 3, 6, and 9. That way they're already leveled up, but you still have a chance to slice them, which gives you extra procs on those things. Uh, locking mods. This is the one that kind of confused me because I think that this can be done organically without having to lock mods. But someone said locking their mods that are below tier A so they know which are sliceable of the ones they've leveled in advance. It, once you go to the slicing screen, or I guess maybe this is more to 
pick them before they get to the slicing screen so you don't have to click every one and see the slicing screen. Maybe that's what it is. But if you don't want to do well, locking on this, if you go to the slicing the screen, it's going to say... Gonna be changed. Well, yeah, but... I, okay, so stay with me here. You level up a okay. mod to 15. Now you've had all the procs that you can possibly get on that mod. Whether the color changes or not. So let's say it was a blue and it drops back to blue once the mod update comes out. The only way you'll know if it was leveled prior, leveled and procced early prior to the mod update is by going into the slicing screen and seeing the amount of procs oh, next to it. So if, I get you. If you, okay. If you don't yeah, want to click I, on I mean, every single mod... If you don't want to click on every single mod to go to the slicing screen to see if it was leveled early or not, I guess locking them would tell you immediately without having to click on everyone. So I guess that makes sense. That makes now. sense. Yeah. But there's going to be a searchable feature, which we'll get into, which will make it fairly easy to sort through those mods. But go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I find it hilarious that Arbitrator in chat just uh, outed himself to... Uh, my couple of my Hall of Fame posts at the bottom here, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> the last one before the Hall of Fame, hitting level cap on mods and leveling good secondaries. The one thing also that was written in there is a lot of people like me may not have mods on their all their characters. So if you're at the level cap, go throw some of them, even if you don't level them onto characters without mods so that you still have room to continue to um, farm mods before the update comes out because that's a good way to drop the cap again and give yourself more room. Um, okay. So the hall of fame ones here, um, what are you doing to prepare for mod updates? Complaining. I like that one. That's uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> Arbitrator said, uh, balls. Uh, that one's pretty good. Um, and <laughs> the last one, Rubbing my body in warm oil while watching Return of the Jedi. All right. Well, that's a... That seems like a pretty good idea. That's a good preparation uh, tactic, and uh, perhaps I am missing something by not doing that. Um, I don't think anyone in my house would appreciate that, so we'll just not go with that. Or, or, or they might. You don't know until you try it, so... True. Uh, maybe I'll ask my wife about it after this. We're, yeah, whatever. Disturbing idea. Please don't let us know what she says. Um, I'm going to film it. So, yeah, so make sure yeah. you subscribe oh to God. YouTube. <laughs> we want people to subscribe, not unsubscribe. Oh, my bad. Dang my bad. Man. Okay. You won't anyway. see it there. All right. Uh, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about from the poll? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's it, man. Seems like people are just split right now on this. Um, yep. I think that I think if we posted this tomorrow and let the questions keep rolling or the answers quit ro keep rolling, we might see a shift in some things. But uh, yeah, as far as um, which one and was if it? If you're listening to this, uh, if you're you know listening to this later and you want to get in on the poll, just go shatteredorder.com/episode/slash109 and the polls there. You can go put your answers in the poll. You'll be able to see the results and all that stuff. So that's actually embedded on that webpage. So check it out. Yep, sounds good. 
Ready for the next thing? I'm ready. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. So, attempt number two on fixing the Night Sisters. Hit the nail on the head, I think. I agree. So, there was a forum post uh, from... Who was it that posted it? Holy crap, I can't even find it. It was Top Hat. There's... CG Top Hat. All right, well, Top Hat made a little post about preventing the Critolite team, and he posted just a few small changes. Uh, basic ability will... Basic ability from, on what? Uh, so all they're doing <laughs> is... they are. Ch- that's a good point. All they're doing is changing Knight Sister Acolyte, and what they're doing is changing her basic ability, Strike from the Shadows, to instead of doing two attacks if stealth, she will do double damage if stealth. So you're not losing any damage. You're doing the same amount. And that is actually beneficial if you're using her in just about every aspect of the game besides the raid. So this eliminates, you know, the Critolite team. But it keeps her from getting, you know, if she's, I should say, if she's not stealth, it keeps her from getting double countered if she attacks someone who counters and it'll uh, reduce chance of giving turn meter to the other team in such situations. Uh, also going to increase her self chance from 70% to 90%. Those are the two changes on her basic. And then her unique ability, Thrill of Victory, her heal amount is doubled from 20% to 40%. And, you know, that's pretty much it. You know... As far as you're thinking about other parts of the game where doing one attack instead of two is beneficial, like this is random, but the first thing I thought of is is counter teams. That's one way. Yep. You're not being countered twice now, at least. So it's pretty nice. I, I it's such an it's such an easy looking fix. It's amazing that this that this worked out the way it did. I think this this works perfectly cuts down yep. the cradleite team does not nerf the night sisters it's 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 gonna be great for anyone using night sisters as my that's i don't do it myself and i still haven't but as far as just reading it and what the knowing what the abilities do it this makes a lot of sense to me yeah so this actually makes her better for phase four if you're not doing like the solo team, because she only hits once, therefore she's not doing a double stack on Treya's Bonds of Weakness, but you still get the same uh, damage amount. So you're not dealing damage to everyone twice. So that's actually beneficial. And the other thing is, you know, if you're using her in Arena, uh, this actually makes her better against like Rex teams because Rex gains 20% turn meter every time somebody gets crit. Now she'll only be critting once rather than critting twice. That's another so, good point. That's, I mean, those are two things to really think about with the Night Sister rework. Um, it's pretty simple fix, and, you know, it kind of makes them better in other areas. So that's actually a pretty cool solution, I think. I agree. I agree. I think they did a really good job All right. with the redo. That wasn't the... That wasn't the only update this week. The other update is it's 
It's huge, to say the least. It is Can we okay, incredible. So you just talked about how huge it is. The post is pretty lengthy and very informative, but the hilarious part to me, and I gotta think that it was a joke, was the the, the subject of the message was a very brief overview of upcoming mod changes. Very brief. Like, okay, this post is chock full if, of information, and if this is very brief, I reading the non-brief yeah. version would have been like reading a book. Yes. <laughs> that that's that's part of what makes me so excited. There's so much here. Um and again, if you you know, if you need to find the thing, you don't you haven't seen the post, you haven't read it or whatever, show notes, the website uh for this episode of the podcast, you'll be able to find all this stuff. And there's a link. And we're kind of going to dig into we're kind of going to go over all of it, but there's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to focus on primarily. Because it's they they are really really changing things and there's gonna be a lot of controversy, but um, I think this is actually a really good change as a whole. Uh, I mean, what do you think as just as a whole? Are are you excited or? Uh, so if you were to think about big changes in, in this game and obviously we haven't played with this yet but uh you know as far as changing mods in general was always going to be a large task one that if they got wrong was going to be or still could be but a very bad thing as far as people's reactions to it but i think all the reactions I've seen so far to this have actually been really good. And I think that they have done a really good job with this as far as everything we know so far. And I don't think it's going to... I don't think it's going to have quite an uproar like the Night Sisters' first nerf was or anything to that nature. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that this is going to be pretty well received. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I think there's there's obviously a quite a bit to it, but um, oh, before we dig into this real quick, I want to give a quick shout out to Arbitrator and Purse Dog, who both mentioned in the chat. One thing, one negative thing about the Knights of Stracolite rework is getting through Foresight. So, like against RJT teams, might not be quite as good since you're not going to get rid of the Foresight and then do some damage. So, um, that was a good point. That I just wanted to mention real quick. Um, all right, so, uh, as we go through this page, uh, do you have this up on the live stream? So, like, can people go and actually view this while they listen to us ramble about it? Um, if not, that's totally cool. I don't care. I'm not watching the live stream, but, I don't. Uh, I haven't put anything right, so up the, in a while, so I'll have to work on that for next week. Gotcha. All right, so... Uh, clarity. We've kind of already talked about this. There's still going to be the basic view and the advanced view, like we've discussed before, as far as ways of equipping mods. It's going to have the auto-assign feature, which is going to be really useful for newer players or characters that you just really don't care about that you just want to throw mods on to up your GP or get ready for a territory war or whatever. You know, it's going to have a recommended system. 
And, you know, that's going to be really beneficial for a lot of players. Maybe not necessarily ones listening to a Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes podcast, but for a lot of people, it will be great. Um, However, the biggest thing under this little segment is something I did not see coming. I I, I am so thankful. I'm so happy. I am just over the moon about this, but I... I'm still surprised. Mod energy. Yeah. Like, wow. What? I, I, I'm so excited. Um, also concerned in a way, but very excited. Um, and my concern is the number of crystals that we get on a regular basis. Um, you know, refreshing mod energy is going... I mean, it's going to be a lot more uh, resource management. You know, we used to just have Cantina and regular battles. At least now you'll be able to... You're kind, They're almost, in a way, doubling your Cantina energy because now you can farm mods and Cantina. There's no overlap anymore. So your Cantina energy can go strictly to farming characters, which is great. That's a huge time saver and is obviously going to help people a lot with farms. And you can always be getting mods. But as far as refreshing, you know, this is going to create people who want to optimize more opportunities to spend crystals now between regular energy, cantina, fleet, and mod energy. I mean, there's so many options to spend energy. And that might be something we have to touch on in a future episode is how to manage your crystals (laughs) because this is certainly going to be affecting things. And it will be hard to fully analyze that until we actually see the changes and see how much you get from various things and all that stuff. But um, this And is whether a- or not uh, they pop mod energy onto a bonus energy. So the oh, only yeah, one without an point. extra one right now is the 9 p.m. So I wonder if the 9 p.m. will have mod energy on it. That is a really good question. Uh... That is a good question. I really hope so. Because um, everything has at least the one additional one. You know, regular energy does the three times. Cantina, well, Cantina just does it once. Fleet does it once. And it would make sense to throw the mod energy in at the, you know, late time slot. That way you're getting the 45 energy there as well. Um, I'm kind of going to expect that that would probably happen because that's the most logical solution to that. You know, the funniest part of... This is totally random and only applies to me, but the the problem I've always had was Cantina Energy was so is so useful for the longest time because A, mods, and B, Cantina character farms, which is lots of great Cantina character farms. Before they went on this hard oh, yeah. before they went on this hard node thing that they're doing with characters now, it was yep. all Cantina characters, right? So they throw them all on the last ones for 16 energy. And so Getting that Cantina energy refresh at noon was was huge when you're farming things. Um, I'm getting now to the point where I don't have any, almost no Cantina energy farms left. And so working and sleeping during the day, I half the week I always miss the, the noon refresh. And then the ones at night obviously were by themselves. It was just regular energy both times. So I always hated missing the noon one and to get the extra cantina as well but now it's getting to the point where if they do throw mods on the 9 p.m one and ships is obviously on the 6 p.m one the two that i always hit every single day will be the ones that i actually really want at this point so 
that's pretty that's nice. A good point. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing, like you're saying, with the the good part about having mod energy instead of cantina energy is once you finish cantina farming every character, what is there to spend cantina energy on? Hoping to get an omega? Pretty much. And shard shop um, currency? Shard shop currency, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of nice. I mean, how close are you to being done with Cantina? Because I'm, I'm not really I think all I've, that close. I'm not, I probably have five or six characters left on my main account. On my alt account, yeah. I have none. So, I've wow. been farming speed mods in challenges with Cantina Energy for the last week and a half on my alt. Yeah. So. Not a bad idea. So I'm trying to figure out once mod energy comes out what I'm gonna do with Cantina energy on that account because it's there's you, there's no gear on Cantina farms yep. there's if you have the character you're I, just gonna get shard shop currency so so the best I can think yep. is farm the ones with omegas on them and hope you get omegas yeah. which are obviously not that often. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think you'd want to use that to farm Omegas. Like you said, really not that useful. Uh, this might be an opportunity also for them to open up a, you know, uh, a tier nine cantina thing to throw, you know, like 20 energy characters or something into cantina. Dude, give us another, uh, a new light side 9B type level or multiple yeah. levels no, so totally people agree. can try to beat them. That'd be cool. They, they might be waiting for this mod fix to come out because this is really going to change how difficult things are in the game, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. Um, next thing is mod loadouts. There was one thing I saw in this that was really interesting. So you can go through and... I mean, it looks just like Squad Builder. Go through, you can name each different mod loadout, and what's really cool is there's a little feature on there that I didn't know they were going to put on here. It says create loadout from, and then it has a picture of a character, which I'm assuming you'll be able to just click that and pick a character and make a mod loadout from the mods that are currently on that character. So that that is actually really interesting, and um, uh, I'm very curious to see how this gets implemented, and uh, hopefully it you know makes life a lot easier. Here's my question, right? I, this might not be as annoying as, as Squad Builder. It's like the only way to get to these loadouts to create them and do everything, I assume, will probably be in um, the character screens. Yeah, probably. Still, I still it, really want a button somewhere that says loadouts for Squad Builder and mod layout. So you just have to press that to get to but either of those things because it's I'm off on a tangent again here but it's just so obnoxious to get to the squad builder I, I mm, drives me nuts yeah the fact that there's a built in way, way that you could not even get to it if you don't have energy and you don't have any arena battles left is weird to me you know yeah no I, to I totally agree it's definitely odd um, hopefully it's something that they touch on and cover and you know end up editing give us a spot to you know make more use out of that uh, the other thing with these mods are the advanced filters 
This, uh, if you use Swagaga, use their, uh, you know, sorting feature, this is literally the exact same thing. That is exactly what this looks like. Uh, you can choose between only unassigned mods, only mods not in loadouts, or obviously uh, all mods, and you get to pick the slot, you get to pick the set, you get to pick primary stats, you can do multiple of all of these, any combination of them, and then secondary stats. Um, you can choose up to four secondary stats, so you can find something incredibly specific. So, I, I am so, so digging this. Uh, it is going to make life so much easier, because Swagga is a great and amazing resource, but it doesn't account for un unassigned mods. And a lot of times, you can just miss those mods. With this, you won't be able to. It'll actually go through all of your mods and you will see everything. So that is super awesome. And it looks really well done too. I mean, they they really did. It, it looks just like Swagaga pretty much. It's a good layout. Yeah, well, here's my favorite part of it, okay? Swaga, you have, the only ones on Swaga, Swagaga is the ones that are uh, on characters, right? So... My favorite part yep. about this is it will be able to search your characters and what they have on as well as the stuff just in your inventory. So if I magically, and I've said this before in the past, that anything over 10 speed I will lock so that I know in my inventory what has 10 speed or higher on it. But That's a good idea. Let's say before I even started doing that, I got a 20 speed mod somewhere. This will help me find things that I haven't put on characters that I might not even know exist. Or even so with uh, other secondary stance like offense or whatever. It'll be nice to be able to search through everything, not just the ones that Swagaga could scrub and not the ones that they couldn't, you know? So yep. that's what I'm and excited about be this. I'll be very interested to see, too, if you can sort by the various stats once you get them pulled up. Like, can you sort by, you know, highest to lowest secondary speed or whatever, you know? Um, if, if it has that feature, I'm going to be super, super stoked. Um, you'll be able to assign mods that are already assigned to other characters, you know, whether you're moving a mod loadout or whatever or searching mods. Uh, and it'll pull up a screen. It'll show you who you're taking it from and who you're giving it to, which is really useful. Um, let's see. The destroy button is finally going to be removed because there is no need to destroy a mod. You would just sell it and get credits for it. Um, you, but you could accidentally destroy it. You could accidentally destroy and it. People, very and bad. you could destroy mods you really liked. And that uh, that was never fun. And trying to get them back... Yeah was is I've heard some horror stories. So awesome change. You cannot accidentally destroy your favorite mod anymore. I guess that's what the lock button was for in the first place, but and that's a good question. Is the lock going away because the lock was only there to not destroy a mod? <laughs> Please leave the lock feature. I use it to find my speed secondaries. But uh <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um they also did a mod leveling screen improvement. Um, you know, pretty pretty minor stuff. Um, but 
you really get into the good stuff. I mean, that's kind of the pretty basic stuff. We, ha we haven't even got to the good stuff yet. We're not even close. Um, the, the tier colors. So this is kind of what we we're talking about earlier. Mods that started at level one gold now will still be gold. If they were green at the beginning, they will resort to being green, even though they're level 15. And this is how you'll be able to tell the different tier mods. You know, tier A mods are gold. Tier E mods are gray, and it scales in between. So, like, a 5E mod is a mod that was gray. Five star. That's kind of the ordering system for going forward, because that's something we're going to be referring back to a decent amount. Um, and it's going to look a little weird whenever, you know, the update comes, and it looks like you have a rainbow of mods on characters that used to be gold. So, you know, just prepare your mind for that. Good luck. Uh, mod slicing. All right. Upgrading the tiers. This is the big point of mod slicing. Um, you will... This is what we're talking about before. And, by the way, the, I made the video a little while back about <laughs> how you should be looking for the green, the blue, especially, and the purple mods to upgrade secondary stats that you want because you get that guaranteed proc. And what do you know? CG actually suggests that because obviously the, the, the math says so. Um, people told me I was crazy. So no, no, no. what um, does this have to do with math? Well, this has nothing to do with math. Has everything to do with math. Are you crazy? This is basically breaking down information to have a guess as to what was going to happen. I don't know where the math part to to this comes in. I'll give you credit because you were this is exactly what we had talked about before. But I don't know where math comes into being right that this is the way it worked. Well, I mean, because statistically, like upgrading green ones and getting the guaranteed proc increases the chances of getting the stats. I thought you were talking about the the whether the way it worked being the way they said it worked. So the way you oh. said it worked being the way they said it worked or not. I thought that's what we were talking about gotcha. here. And you said math. And well, I'm like, that's... It's, it, it all combines together. And Anyways, I, like I said before, I, I just, there's just not really another way for them to do it without incredibly misleading people. So, I mean, I, th I think this is the only approach that they could logically take. Um, and, you know, it's what they ended up doing. So whenever you slice a mod, obviously you will increase a secondary stat on that mod until you can get it to gold. Um, you know, there's going to be cost for slicing. There is a picture in this, uh, you know, in this forum post where it shows you slicing a mod to increase the level. It's, it shows a tier B purple mod going to a tier A gold mod. And it has all this salvage on there. So something that I noticed that was really interesting that they posted about was each tier will have different salvage that is required. That appears to be kind of how they're separated. So like a gray to green mod will have different salvage than a blue to purple mod is the way that it sounds. And I'm assuming that a purple to gold mod is going to have more difficult salvage or more salvage than 
a gray to green mod or then a green to blue mod. We'll see. That's just total speculation. We don't know, but that seems like a pretty logical way to do it. See, the way I read that is, if you look at the screen, it's got the purple going to a gold. Okay? That's yes. purple to gold. So I would assume going gray to green would take the first one that takes 10. Going green to blue would probably take the sec first one and the second one. Or something similar to this. Great blue to red would take the first and the second and the third with less of them. And then purple to gold would take the three with more of them than the last one. I don't see it you as needing more than these three ones shown, but I do see it as different requirements between each slice, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that, that could be totally possible. I mean, there could be like... I see what you're saying and that that could be possible, you know, like, uh, you know, say maybe the one that requires, so there's one that requires 10, one that requires 20, one that requires 30. And it appears that all three of those of that amount are required to go from the purple to the gold in this specific picture. But say going from gray to green may only require the 10 of the 10 one, Yeah, you know, or something like that's that. That's what I'm guessing it's probably like, but I don't, because yes. I don't see them Not, putting in like, because you'd need like 10 new salvage pieces to make that happen or something similar. To uh, that. Well, I, I mean, to have a different salvage to go each different tier, you would just need four different pieces of salvage and it would make, you know, that could, would totally make sense and then just have different salvage for each various one you know, and then increase the amounts as you go up. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. But, you know, this is obviously going to be something else that you're going to have to farm, uh, you know. Thankfully with if, mod energy. <laughs> yes. And oh, not Cantina. Here's something else, something else that I noticed on these. If you notice, these are purple. Mm -hmm. So that kind of makes me think that, you know, there could be like a gray salvage that maybe takes you from gray to green. And then a green salvage to go from green to blue. A blue salvage to go from blue to purple. And then a purple salvage to go from purple to gold. And if that's the case, based on the drop rates that we know of, purple gear typically tends to be around 20% drop rate. And if that's the case, you know, uh, you're going to have to farm quite a bit to be able to get a purple to a gold mod. So... You know, we'll we'll see exactly uh, how this works out, but I think that would actually make a lot of sense having the different colored tiers of salvage required to do this. Yeah, it'll be interesting to find out. Uh, oh, they only have one one tier of uh, mod battles to introduce all of that salvage. So if it would fit on one level. Then maybe, but yep. But then also oh, you have to have you have to have enough different salvages to cover an entire level. So who knows? Well, uh, Sokka in chat just mentioned another point that I'm sure I probably would have seen in a second. But so like I was just saying, the purple mod required the purple gear. It looks like as we'll get to in a second, or uh, we'll just go ahead and get into it. So 
this is also the way for them to introduce six star mods. So a 5A mod, which is a gold five dot mod, will slice up to a 6E mod, which is a gray six dot mod. And in this picture, it shows a tier A five dot going to a tier E six dot. And it does require, uh, you know, two different gold salvage that requires 35 each of those. And it looks like there might be a third one down below that you can't really tell on. So that does appear to be how that's probably going to work. So kind of glossed very, over very there, but uh, six star mods, what? Yeah. Okay. Let me just say that I feel like this is a very good way to introduce six-star mods. I completely agree. It doesn't invalidate everything we've done up to this point. Right, because all of everything you've worked, all the mods you've worked hard to get can just now be upgraded and made better yep. and be called six-stars. Yep. So, and this is the reason gold mods are so valuable now. They talked before about how important gold mods are, that they will still be the best mods, and this is why. They will be able to come six-dot mods. And as you know, what what's the difference between a five-dot and a four-dot mod? Hmm. Primary stats. Oh. I was like, huh? What? <laughs> Primary stats, yes. Yeah. Do you, so, okay, before uh, you say anything... It feels okay. like they have a small focus on health bumps here. There, there's a lot of different emphasis here. And <laughs> it's, I'm so excited to actually get this in game, but it is, yeah, it's, yeah, let's just go ahead and dig into it. So let's look at the 5A versus 6E primary stat values. So this will be the difference between a 5 dot and a 6 dot primary stat. Um, the first one that you look at instantly, right off the bat, health percentage. 5 dot mods have a 5.88% health on the primary. 6 dot mods are going to take that 5.88 to 16%. That is an over 10%... Well... Whenever I say 10% increase, I'm talking about the actual percentages. They are adding 10% to the uh, amount that was there. That is a huge, huge increase. You know why I think this um, is? When I think of what drives why? this, and what most people are starting to realize this now, and we've been trying to put it out there as much as we can, most characters, not most, but a lot of characters now are being introduced with protection up bonuses that go towards other characters or themselves. And if you don't know this already, we've said it before, but a lot of people still don't know, almost every protection up buff in the game is based on max health and not on max protection. So when you get a protection up buff, having more health, so having more health on a character that grants protection up based on their health or based on themselves, it's better to have more health on them because they grant bigger protection up bonuses to the people around them. And I think a lot of people stack protection on those characters thinking that's what sends that buff out, but it is actually the health. And for the longest time, 
it was hard to build health up on characters that passed out these these protection or these yeah the protection up bonuses because primary stats on health were 5.8% but you can still get more you could get 23.5% from a 5 dot mod um primary so if, let's take a look at the difference here between the two and see where they tried to equalize this a little bit right so protection five star mods have always been 23 and a half percent and health has always been 5.88 percent so it was never really worth it even with the protection up buff being based on health to do health over protection because just the amount of protection you get would leave your character harder to kill than trying to put health on them just to give a little bit more in the protection up buff up to everyone else but they're bumping that up a 5.88 to 16 percent in a six star mod if you look at what they did with protection you go from 23.5 percent to 24 percent you'll only gain a half percent on your primary for protection very marginal so you can see that they're trying to show hey health is important too uh and as far as I'm concerned, with a lot of the new character kits, stacking health with mods can be very important as well, uh, especially for things like Nest, um, Treyas, yep. a lot of Treyas moves, even Grandmaster Yoda. So uh, that's yeah, why I feel they bumped up health so much on six-star mods. Absolutely. I mean, you talk about all these characters with health still, like the Treya lead or Darth Nihilus with the stacking health or, you know, whatever else. And, you know, the amount of salvage and everything is required to upgrade mods from five to six dot. I don't know that protection is going to be that good anymore. You're probably going to want to focus more on health for the most part. Um, you know, it. There are secondary stat increases, which we'll get to in a second, but you're not going to be getting a big, that much of a benefit from the protection. But like you said, the health, especially characters that use uh, protection up, you are absolutely going to want health. I mean, just taking one health primary from five star to six star is a bigger increase than having two set bonuses currently of health on the character. So this is going to be a huge game changer. It's going to make Exposed do a lot more damage. Um, so rather than trying to blast through all that health, Exposed is actually going to be quite a bit more useful. Or damage over time, all those things are going to kind of be increased. Uh, you know, to what degree, we'll see. But it's definitely going to be more useful. Um, How about some more of these and, stats? What else do we have? Uh, some of these, I don't really know how to gauge. So... Defense percentage goes from 11.75% to 20%. It's definitely a big increase, but I don't know I don't know how useful that's really going to be. Uh, it, it's it's going to be useful, but not overly useful. You're obviously going to have to do some diamonds at some point, so you, you, know, you will get that increase, which is just going to make your characters tankier. It's going to be a bigger benefit for tank characters, obviously. Crit damage is now going from 36 to 42%. That is a 6% increase. That is, that's pretty, pretty big. Uh, when you're talking about characters like RJT or, um, let's see, Han, CLS, these type of characters, this is going to be really big, especially for the Heroic Sith Raid. All of this stuff is going to, in a way, nerf the Heroic Sith Raid, wherever you're talking about 
adding numbers across the board for everyone and especially stuff like crit damage on characters that basically crit no matter what every single time crit chance primary is going from 12 percent to 20 percent that is a huge increase um that is it's not on the level of health percentage quite but it is absolutely massive and this is actually probably going to make uh, crit chance kind of useful as a primary stat a lot more useful than it currently is especially with you know all these trade teams running around and stuff like that you'll actually be able to negate that to some degree um tenacity so this is one of the things i found more interesting than anything else is tenacity and potency currently the primary stat is 24 percent tenacity is going to 35 percent Potency is going to 30%. So potency gets 6%. Tenacity gets 11% increase. And it kind of seems like they... Uh, you'll see this with set bonuses when we get to that. But what they're trying to do here is make tenacity a lot more useful. Because debuffs are so easy to land for the most part. Um, that tenacity has been kind of worthless. But this is a pretty big increase. If you know, you're talking about a set bonus with which we'll get to in a second, tenacity gets a really, really big advantage. You're actually going to be able to make use from tenacity, um, given that its counterpart can't quite keep up with the amount that it's increasing. Uh, offense percentage goes from 5.88 to 8.5. That's pretty big, too. Um, this is obviously to help ca counteract the additional health and defense that character is going to be getting, but... Again, this is going to have a huge effect on the raid. You know, whenever you start getting these six-star mods, um, you're going to be doing way more damage and all of that. You know, Chex is going to do more damage. RJT is going to do more damage. All these teams are going to do way more damage with this, which is pretty awesome. And, you know, uh, the big thing about the offense and the defense are those have to be a primary stat on two of the mods on your characters. So that's kind of uh, that's going to be really useful that you're kind of forced into using that and just increasing those stats no matter what. Um, speed, which is obviously only going to affect the arrow, uh, it's going to go up to speed from 30 to 32. Pretty marginal, not a lot. You can tell they're trying to get away from the speed meta that we've been entrapped in for so long. And this is a way to give you a little bit of a bonus on the primary stat without completely overwhelming what it does. Um, accuracy? Ac what? Yes! Please tell me how, how they upgraded accuracy. So, this is actually kind of interesting, believe it or not. Um, this is the, the biggest upgrade, am, isn't it? Uh, other than health, because health, health is, you know, basically tripled, and accuracy isn't white tripled I, I guess technically health isn't either but um yeah it's it's almost up there with the health increase so accuracy goes from 12 percent to 30 percent one thing i'd like to get clear uh uh some information on is you know i guess i don't really need information on but if you're talking about like mall leads or old ben leads this completely negates them and I think characters have a 2% evasion chance no matter what, which you can completely remove the ability for like a Darth Maul lead or an old Ben lead or Dooku lead to evade. 
This is something I would have loved to have a long time ago back in the Duke, 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 Duku meta. Whoa, that was weird. Um, so, I mean, accuracy may actually be useful to some degree. I'm still not going to be super interested in it. Here's the problem with accuracy. Okay. Only way to get it as a primary stat is to replace a speed arrow. Yes. So nobody uses accuracy. Nobody cares about accuracy because whether if you have to choose between 30 speed and 12% accuracy, no one is going to choose the accuracy unless it's a character that gets a lot of turn meter like Resistance Trooper who isn't used in Arena that often or, you know... Things like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. if accuracy was a triangle option, I think it might get used more. Uh, I 100% agree. If it was a cross option, it might get used more. The fact that it's stuck on the arrow where, for the most part, people only use speed is a problem for that stat. It's yeah. like being a, a, a really good point, or really good... Uh, small forward and uh, like really good like the starter on any other team but playing behind LeBron <laughs> you're just that could be a problem you're never no one's ever gonna see you play and when you do okay yeah. you might show flashes of being good but no one's gonna pick you in a pickup game so yep no that makes sense and uh, you know do Jason and Darth Molly both put in the live chat that B2 is a character that will benefit from the accuracy. And, you know, there are going to be a few characters that do get some benefit, but I still don't know that, you know, you would prefer accuracy over offense or something else on those characters. I am not completely convinced, but I, I see the argument. And the last and final primary stat that we have to talk about is crit avoidance that goes from 24% to 35%. This may actually be an argument for, you know, um, some, some tanks especially to get the crit avoidance. I mean, like, if you've fought Trey Elite, you know how annoying crit avoidance is. This puts a character almost on par with the Trey Elite crit avoidance that she offers. And if you take a Sith and like stack that with it, I mean, you're not going to crit them almost ever. Um, <laughs> which, it's not bad strategy currently anyway, but taking it 35%, that's a pretty big increase. It is significantly going to hack down on, you know, the crit chance of most of these characters that people like using crit damage sets on. So I just had a thought, right? Okay. My Sith Trooper, I don't have any mods on him that have speed. Like, yeah. not even secondaries. He, you, you should have crit avoidance as the arrow on him. <laughs> that doesn't say I was going to look what my arrow is on him. I think it's protection because uh, I have him at, he has 40,000 health and 81,000 protection. Wow. So that's my Sith Trooper. And he has 95 speed, so his base speed. Um, but I think I could afford to pull the protection arrow I have off of him for crit avoidance. That might be an interesting thing to try. Absolutely. Especially with Trey Elite. I mean, that's going to take you to 75% crit avoidance. I mean... Well, he, I do use him under Trey Elite, so that would be... That, I mean, yeah. Good luck ever critting that dude. 
you know. I like it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see how that works. Yep. Um, or or so whether yeah, or not I have any crit avoidance arrows that I've kept. Or, so. <laughs> or that excellent point. Um, yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see. Um, so the other thing is, you know, balancing secondary and set bonuses. So we'll talk about the set bonuses first. This is obviously something that's been needing to be updated for a very long time. And so why don't we dig into it? So currently you have two different set bonuses. You have set bonuses if mods are all level 15. And then you have set bonuses if they're not all level 15. So currently health is 2.5 and then maxes out at 5%. That is going to go up to 5% and 10% max. So that gets doubled that is a pretty big uh pretty big difference that's i mean definitely gonna make it useful that's why i used to think health was because i'm an idiot but i mean if you're talking about going from a 15 percent health increase to a 30 percent health increase if you have all those primaries on there that is really big like on my daca she's gonna be kind of happy about that i will be honest um the, i, I love you know i love these health changes because there are so many characters that do things based on their max health and it was always just impossible to make those max healths a decent max health because all their yeah. set bonuses were lower than using protection uh being able to bump up that the max health easier with mods now is going to make i think it might introduce some newer things be with older characters that have max health based abilities they might make those abilities yep much better than they were before oh i definitely agree that is certainly a possibility and wouldn't surprise me uh yeah i, I think health is actually going to be a pretty good set bonus after this uh then they took a defense currently it's two and a half and five percent and they are it this is this one's ridiculous huge. yes like it's going from it is going to be 12 and a half and 25% increase. So this defense set bonus might be something you actually consider on a tank, you know, following this change. Yeah. The, the numbers were minimal before. And you, it's, although that obviously you couldn't see it with the naked eye, unless you were really paying attention, what defense was doing for you. I think that seeing these numbers on your tanks is going to make a noticeable difference. Much, much more so than five, two and a half and five percent. So, throwing a twenty, yep. th let's say even you threw three defense sets on a tank, right? Now you have plus seventy five percent defense. You're going to see that for sure. So, well, and think about right now, Scion. Whenever he gets his special buff, that gives him a hundred percent defense. Think about how much more difficult he is to kill after that point. That's a hundred percent defense. And, you know, the three set bonuses of defense will be 75%. So not quite as much of an increase, but you're getting close. I mean, it's that just kind of as a gauge on, you know, how difficult that's going to be. It is definitely actually going to be useful. Uh, so, yeah, I am really, really liking that increase. There was no change to crit damage, which is understandable. I don't think there should have been. It is the best set bonus that there is, in my opinion. Uh, the other thing is crit chance. It goes from a topping out at 
up to 8%. It's not a it doesn't get a huge increase. It's not a doubling like um most of these other ones, but it is a pretty decent increase and you know, I think it's good it's going to make set bonuses a lot more useful for crit chance. Yep. I agree. Uh I've always liked crit chance as a as a as a bonus even when it was only 5% um maybe not over other things but if i had to pick a set i usually have some pretty decent crit chance ones so bumping them up yeah, to eight percent sure. pretty good indeed um and j just to be clear so these set bonuses i mean this is across the board this is every mod set this is not just for six star mods this will be this will be the new standard so all your mods are going to be getting this increase um, the next thing is tenacity and potency. And again, like I talked about before with the primary stats, tenacity is getting the advantage over potency now. And it's going from, they were both 10% before. Now tenacity is going to be a 20% increase and potency is going to be a 15% increase. So what I think is really interesting, if you look at these, if you are trying to max out potency and tenacity on characters... Let's take a character that wants all tenacity. So you, if you do the three set bonuses, that is 60% tenacity. Adding in the primary increase, if you have a six-dot mod, uh, you would be up to 95% potency just off of that. Uh, sorry, tenacity. Now, if we look at potency, you can get 45% from the set bonus. And you will get 30% from a primary that's a six dot. Uh, 30 and 45, that's up to 75%. So when you're talking about just that, tenacity is going to have that 20% advantage. So that just means 20% less time, there are going to be debuffs. You know, I mean, given equal values, it's going to be a 20% decrease in the chance, whatever it is. Um, you know, if it's over 100%, then you're not actually going to see that. But that it, that's what it does as far as balancing. And that's really big because there are so many characters that do debuffs that remove turn meter that rely so much on potency. Potency's had such a big advantage for so long. Tenacity really did need, uh, you know, a way to kind of get ahead and take that advantage. And, and this is one way to do it. What do you think about that... Uh, little part i like it i think that for the longest time the i think we talked about this before in the past where debuff everything every all the teams are debuff central right and what kind of makes the sith raid an interesting and okay controversial take here but one of the thing that makes the sith raid interesting is the fact that it almost neuters in some ways in some phases debuff teams. So you have to find a way around that, you know. And so yep. if you can find a way yourself with your arena team to take away the option of Palpatine teams to throw as many debuffs out that they'll get turn meter from or, you know, things of that nature with working your potency or your tenacity, I think that's a good thing. And And... The way it was before, it was harder to get tenacity in a place that was better for you than it was to get potency. So this will kind of even out the two 
and make it a more interesting uh, choice, I guess. Yep, for sure. Um, so, with and then uh, oh, the other thing is offense. So offense is going from ten percent max up to a fifteen percent max, which that's a pretty nice little increase. Uh, you know that that does get it closer to crit damage. Uh, so, you know, this is definitely going to change what that threshold number is as far as more damage on you know crit chance versus offense versus crit damage, all that stuff. Um, I will do an article on that at some point here pretty soon to kind of talk about all that because that's really interesting. And then speed, there is no change because there is no change needed. It is a fantastic mod set as is. That and uh, this is their way to kind of try to push you in other directions. Yes, that too. That's a really good point. Though um, I don't believe you know, that I still... I, I think it will. I, I really do. Right, but I mean, I don't think people are going to... As far as most characters go, I don't think anyone's going to be pulling speed off of their arrows. Yeah. That, no, if that, yeah. The only way to fix that is to rip the Band-Aid and deal with the backlash, and then that would never happen. Yep. So it, it's just so, really... An, it's... This is the the way it works in games, right? You 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 make decisions, you put them out there, and once people get with it and have been doing it a long time, it's almost impossible to change. And this is, speed arrows is one of them. I don't I'm like I don't know what they'll do in the future to make it so that other things are a bigger choice than that. But right now, I still feel even with all these changes that that. Uh, Speed arrows are probably going to be the way to go. All right, so let's jump backwards back to primary stats real quick. Which primary stat mods are you going to be focusing on taking up to six dot first? Because uh, like you said, two, two speed increase, I'm probably not going to bother with any speed arrows in the beginning. Like no, That's no. going to be one of my final thoughts. Speed ar arrows, I'll probably never worry as long as speed stays king as far as arrows go, which I think it will, I probably won't ever worry about taking them to six stars. Um, yeah. The only I, reason to you. worry about that is to get the extra bonus on your secondaries, and I really don't ever worry about what secondaries are on speed arrows unless I have oh, a good speed arrow with offense or some protection or whatever. I don't ever really yeah. look at that if I need speed. Um, I don't know. That's just... Yeah. I think that... I think it really will just depend on the character. So, you know... So, uh, for, for me, it's going to be health and offense. So, the big thing I thought about first with health is protection up like Wampa. So, not only would Wampa have a larger health pool, it would allow him to keep protection up even longer, which in, you know, my Phase 2 team, which if you haven't seen, go to YouTube and go to our, go sub on our channel and see my Phase 2 team that can get 5 million damage using Wampa. And this will make that run even less RNG because, you know, he will have his, you know, faux protect or offense up, you know, that he gets from protection up. 
that that's going to be harder to make go away and stuff like that is really going to make a difference um the jedi for example if you're using bustle sean lead start looking for health primary stats right now to use on that team because that's just going to give you more protection up for longer which in you know gives you a longer time of having tenacity up so you know health primaries is probably going to be the first one i start thinking of the second is going to be the offensive uh you know offense primaries um you know 5.8 percent to 8.5 percent that is a pretty big thing and then crit damage you know i i will take that extra you know six percent and What's really nice about this, with mod loadouts, something you're going to be able to do is, um, if you're talking specifically raid teams, this might be my strategy specifically for raid damage, if I think it's going to be a good strategy, is take your best crit damage arrow, take it to 6 star, take a offense arrow, an offense plus, an offense, uh, you know, square, and... Get those to six and then make a mod loadout that is those with, you know, your other two stats and move that, you know, from Resistance Trooper to Assage to um, Han Solo. You know, depending on what teams you use, using strategies like that to maximize, you know, how you're using your resources to give you the biggest return on your entire roster is going to be really beneficial you know, when thinking about which ones you're going to do first. Makes sense. I really don't know. I, depending on when this drops will depend on what I decide to focus on because I really think it's going to depend on... And this is where you've corrupted me into the arena mix, but let's say it dropped in two or three weeks. And let's say it takes a month after that to get a full mod set to six six dots. Okay. Well, that's a long freaking time as far as arena goes. And then in that yeah, long, sure. we might have a new arena team and new new priorities, right? So I don't know what I'm gonna focus on. I think it'll just depend on where I see what characters I see being important. You know. Yeah, for sure. I mean, stuff like that's obviously going to matter, but um, you're, you're going to want to focus on primary stats that give you the biggest return on investment. Like, don't bother with protections for the most part, um, unless you were just really over the moon about that secondary. You know, protection, you don't even bother. Speed, don't even bother. Maybe potency, but I think like the offense, crit damage, and health are going to be really big for those. Yeah, I no, think my main. Well, th oh, sorry. One last thing. I think my main one yeah, that I'm ahead. excited about is health, only because. Yes, me too. Yeah, because a health and then health primary or health sets. If you got health, health sets, and you're upgrading those, that's that's going to be huge. Yeah, and that's something else. You know, these set bonuses that you haven't thought much about. They're going to make a difference, like health. Uh, you know, be paying attention to those because, you know, a health, putting a health set on Treya is now going to have a bigger benefit than it currently does. And, you know, depending on what else you're using, whether, you know, so many people use speed and crit damage in arena currently, 
um, you know, start looking for those other mods that might be more useful. And you're going to uh, get, right. uh, sorry. Yeah. Go. Well, I interrupted you because I had a point, but now. And you lost it? Goldfish brain? Goldfish memory. Gone. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump into secondary stat balancing with the uh, six-star mods. And if you, if your goldfish brain, you know, collects something, uh, just spit it out. All right. So secondary, <laughs> secondary stats. They, uh, what they did here was talked about a percentage increase for each secondary stat. Now we'll have to go through and see exactly how this changes things. I there's one thing I've already looked up, and I'm going to talk about that here in a second, but. First, we'll look at health. So health percentage is going to see an 86% increase, which isn't quite a doubling, but it's close. Uh, the flat health numbers is only going to see a 26% increase. So it kind of seems like they're trying to focus on making the percentages uh, a little bit more beneficial than they currently are. Kind of the same thing with defense. Defense percentage is a 134% increase, uh, which is big. And just the flat number is going to see a 63% increase because flat defense number was already pretty good. Crit chance is going to see a 4% increase. So secondary, like your crit chance on secondary stats is not going to increase much because um, it, it's one of those things that's already scaled on a 0 to 100% scale. Like it, there's not much range to go outside of that. And yeah, you if know, this was higher, it like, would be kind of astronomical as far as your crit chance went. Exactly. It Especially, would I think I saw a mod this week that had 10% crit chance uh, secondary, which That's is just crazy. Uh, massive. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you don't need much more than that, so that, <laughs> that's really good. Uh, tenacity secondaries are going to see a 33% increase. Potency is also going to see a 33% increase. So the secondary stats on tenacity and potency are going to stay balanced. So that, that I think is kind of interesting. Uh, I am going to skip over offense for the moment, and we'll come back to it. Speed is going to get a flat 3%. This uh, they show in this little image, and a 3% increase isn't a lot. I'm assuming that there is going to be a rounding up to the nearest whole number because speed tends to generally work in whole numbers. Um, we'll get clarification on that. And I'm sure there'll be clarification on a lot of stuff because there's, there's a lot of questions that just come from this entire post, but secondary stats are only going to see a 3% increase. Not much at all. Your secondary stats, secondaries are not going to change much. So this is a reason to start looking at what other secondary stats you may be able to benefit from by taking, you know, mods up to six dot. Uh, protection, the percentage ones are going to see a 33% increase and flat protection is going to see an 11%. So again, this is, they're increasing the percentage uh, secondary stats more than the flat numbers to try to get them in balance. Um, I'll be curious to see how the protection works. I assume percentage ones are going to be pr probably more beneficial on tanks. The flat ones might be more beneficial for, you know, attackers and stuff like that. We'll, we'll kind of, we'll have to look at some numbers on that and actually get some raw data and see exactly what that looks like. But 
Offense, I skipped over. I'm going to go back to it. I've already kind of looked at this, and this is interesting. Offense percent is going to see a 202% increase. Flat offense is going to see a 10% increase. So, um, yeah, this, this, this is, <laughs> this is absolutely huge. Um, so sec, uh, say a secondary stat of half a percent on an offense. Uh, that's pretty common. It's not that uncommon to see one. So that would go from half a percent to one and a half percent. While your flat offense number, if you had one that's 50, which is about equivalent, those are both kind of on the higher end of pretty good on secondary stats, and it would just go to 55. I I looked at my Treya to kind of get an idea, and uh, I think she had a little over 3,000, roughly. If... If I have a, um, say, offense secondary that is a point, 0.5%, doesn't proc at all, that would be a, it would go to 1.5% increase. Now, I'm going to multiply that by her damage, and that's going to get it pretty close to the flat offense. But if you start looking at characters that do use special damage... I think I use just use the number 3,400, which 1.5% increase was right around 50. When you're talking about these characters that have 4,000, 5,000 special damage, and you start getting these offense percentages to proc multiple times, they are going to be significantly more than the flat offense numbers. So I... This is the biggest thing that I have taken away from the secondary stats is I am looking for offense percentage stats and I want those to be the ones that I start taking up. If, you know, um, everything equal, if I have to choose between, you know, a second or a offense percent or a flat offense number, I'm probably going to take the offense percent secondary stat, you know, that mod up to six star because that's going to be a lot more of an increase um like i said i think the flat offense still going to be useful but i think this makes the offense percentage more valuable i mean it's a three to it's three times a little over three times increase on that percentage it's it's pretty crazy uh is there anything that really stuck out to you from all of this I think the main thing for me is the fact that going from five to six star isn't a one proc, but every secondary stack stat is proccing these percentages on that secondary every yes. secondary stat. So you're not, it's not like a, a, it's not like an RNG thing where one of those four is going to bump up. It's actually literally your primary stat's going to go up. Is the primary stat going up? Whatever. Forget the primary stat. The, yeah. f- the four secondaries are all going to go up by these percentages. So you don't have to hope that the one you want to go up goes up. Literally all of them will. So that is yeah. something to think about when you're thinking about which mod you want to take to six star. Um, 
or six dot because you know that every single one of them is going to go up. So yep. if you have a mod with good two or three good secondaries on it, this is perfect for that because you know all of them are going to go up. Yep, absolutely. And one thing that is kind of interesting that uh, I noticed is the, the next little screenshot on here. So the secondary stats, when you go from five dot to six dot, like whatever percentage that secondary stat is away from being the max possible secondary stat, it will stay that percentage. So if you have a mod that gets to, you know, 20, well, I, I guess that mod might be a bad example, but um, whatever, just because there's not that, that big of a difference in change. Um, they will stay at that same percentage. So the example they used is a secondary stat that has a max of 2,143, which I believe is probably health. I'm not 100% for sure. But that is, you know, that'll go up to, say, 2,700. And, you know, uh, those secondary stats will still scale. They will scale equally on that. Um, I have no idea if that makes any sense. They will scale equally. <laughs> so, um, there's that, a nice pic. A, if you learn better from pictures, there's a nice picture in the yes. uh, in the post. The picture should help you out. Read the words. Look at the picture. It's it's there to help you. So, yes, it, it does a better job of explaining it than I can do with the words. So, uh, essentially, mods that are already amazing because they have these amazing secondary stats. They're so so close to being maxed out. They will still be so close to being maxed out once you take them up. So that is super awesome. Um, all those amazing mods you have, you know, keep them. Start start working on those first versus, you know, looking, you know, look at that, look at the primary stat and kind of go from there and figure out what mods you're going to want to do first. Um, th this is awesome. I really didn't expect us to get you know, nice increases from secondary stats on this, but this is really great. I am really happy about the way they did this, and um, yeah, this is super cool. I agree. I like all of it. I don't think that there was anything really in there that I was not a fan of. So, yeah. I think this uh, bears... I, I was say, one thing I would like to point out, though, uh, given, you know, once we get clarification on this issue, so the speed has a 3% increase. So the example they used in this little picture is a mod with 11 secondary speed would go to 11.367 would be the exact number, but the display is going to be 12. So if this gets rounded up, you're actually getting a bigger increase than it actually says. I think they're probably using 3% just as a way to round to the nearest whole number in a way. But, I mean, you're actually going to be getting a bigger increase than that, you know, to get, um, you know, to get those increased. Let's see. Um, Everything appears to so, be rounded up, so I would assume that the whole number thing is actually the thing. It's... Yeah, and if it is the whole number, so this this example that they use, 
if it actually does go from 11 speed to 12 per, 12 speed, that is just over a 9% increase. So, I mean, that, that will actually, that may change the way you actually want to think about things. And there may be, you know, certain, certain speeds that essentially you will get more benefit from and some speeds you may get a little bit less benefit from depending on exactly how that works out on a percentage basis. Yeah, for sure. So I think the, what I was going to say is I, something that bears repeating, I think that you should know when we're looking at slicing. Okay. Uh, we've talked a lot about, um, blue and green mods and why if they have using speed as as an example on them, because that's usually a good secondary to have on things. Why are those two more, more important right now than some of the other colored mods? And the reason for that is if you get a, if you get a five speed on a green mod, if you upgrade it now, at least to three, you know, that five speed is going to proc once. So now you know. Now let's say it, yep. it procced four. I don't know why I'm using four, but four. Let's say it procced at four. Now you have a nine speed on that. It's got one proc on on it already. Um, now when mod slicing is introduced, you will still nothing is going to be reset on that mod. So you already had the 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 proc that you knew you were going to get on there, and now you can slice it as many times as you would for any other green mod, even if it was not at level three or it was at level three. So basically you can get the green mods. How many times do secondaries upgrade on green mods? Well, at least every mod. So never mind. Every mod. Four upgrades to speed or four upgrades to secondaries from slicing. Okay. I was messing myself up here. Okay. Gray mods, when you slice them, you have four upgrades to them. Green mods, when you slice them to get to gold, you slice them three times. Blue mods, to get to gold, you'll slice them twice. Purple mods, to to get to gold, you'll slice once. So, that's three, leveling to 15. God, this is so confusing. Okay, green mod, you have a secondary speed. You upgrade it to three. You know the speed's going to proc. If you upgrade it to 12 now, all it's going to do is up add the extra secondaries. Nothing else is going to proc. Now it's at gear f- level 15 with one proc on the speed. You can now slice it three times, and you can have a chance to slice speed again three more times. Yep. Uh, you get that guaranteed speed upgrade if you are if you do not upgrade your green mod with speed on it before this update comes out what's going to happen now is you're going to update it and it's going to update and give you all of your secondaries before it ever procs anything so now no longer is it a guaranteed proc on the speed but it's going to proc one of the four instead of just the speed so same with blue if you have speed on a secondary on blue, you have a better chance to proc the speed on that blue and then still slice and get chances at that that speed on the blue. Whereas if you don't level a blue with speed secondary, it's going not going to upgrade one of those two. It's going to give you the other two secondaries before it starts proccing. 
on them. So your better chance for better speeds on mods or better chance on offense or whatever stat you want on mods is to upgrade them now. That way that stuff's irreversible and you can get bigger bigger procs on them. Yep. For sure. So and, for example, uh, if you upgrade one last thing. So if you upgrade a mm-hmm. Never mind. I it, I can't explain so, this correctly right now, but since you're kind of on this topic and you know, soon that advantage of getting the guaranteed procs will go away once this update comes. So make sure you look through your mods and find something. If you want to upgrade it, upgrade it. Now I want to, I actually just went and did some math on this real quick. So I went to Swagaga and looked up my best secondary stats of percent offense and raw offense. And I'm going to look at my Treya. Uh, I, just to double check, Maitreya has 4,390 offense without any mods on her. If I put my best secondary offense percent mod on her that has been taken to six dot, it would give her 213 additional damage on her special damage. And that that is an offense number that you can get off two procs. Two. Now, I have another mod that is my best flat offense mod. It procced four times. It is 180. After this increase, after this update, or taking it to six dot, it would be 198. So, that is, uh, what, a fifth, actually getting 15 additional damage by having a secondary offense percent proc two times. I hope that was easy to follow. So an offense, basically an offensive secondary can proc half as many times as a flat offense number and give even more offense to a character that does special damage. It won't be quite that benefit on a character that does physical damage because physical damage is generally significantly lower than special damage. But that's going to be really big. Um, you know, if you have percent offense secondaries, go through, go ahead and level those up, especially if it's an offense primary or like crit damage set or offense set or something like that that you may be using on like an on a Treya, a Saw, something like that. Definitely do that and be paying attention to that because that will give you a really nice return on investment. Anything else left Ugh. to say about this? I have one last thing to touch on as far as this post goes, but I want to make sure we're good on the actual mod changes. I think we are pretty good on the actual mod changes except for the mod challenge. Is that what you were going to talk about next? Yes. So mod challenges are changing as well. Um, It kind of, so kind of burns a little for me, but, uh, but it's fine. I, I'm not hurt by this or annoyed by it, whatever. Um, The mod challenge requirements are going away. So mod challenges basically won't require first order or, resistance or Jawas or, you know, any of those chain, any of those requirements aren't on mod challenges anymore. It'll just be, have you on, you know, 
go and do this. Once you've unlocked it at three star, you can you can sim this or whatever. So basically, all of us with the uh, you know Gear Eight and Nine Jawas, those things, those aren't required anymore. So for anyone that was working on Jawas, trying to get them to the point where they could farm crit damage mods, that's not something that's required anymore. And they did that because they felt like having those requirements on there was keeping people from wanting to even do it. Like people would see crit damage required Jawas and decide, oh, well, I'm never going to farm those then because they just didn't want to farm Jawas because Jawas right now are Jawas and not really good at anything. So That's true. Uh, they took all those requirements off and now it's just go in there and do it and then that's the end of it. So I th- I just had an intro... Or, sorry, go ahead. I say I think it's a good change. I think it'll open it up for people to, once they unlock mods, to go after what they want instead of only having health as an health or defensive as an option. Well, I say defense. Defense yep. took Jedi, and when we started, most people had Jedi at that point because Grandmaster Yoda was one of one or two legendaries at that time. So pretty much everyone had the Jedi to run the event or that challenge. Yep. But now they can pick whatever they want and don't have to focus solely on health and defense mods. Indeed. And so this kind of got me thinking a little bit. Now that you can farm any mod set you want, what mod sets are going to be best? I still think crit damage and speed. um, I still think crit damage is probably the best just because of when you look at raids, it's it's just such a big advantage for doing as much damage as possible in the quickest amount of time. And, you know, speed, there's no change. These other secondaries are just trying to catch up. However, uh, one thing I was thinking about, I kind of started thinking, like, what characters are going to be nerfed by all these changes? Or not really nerfed, but not helped in any way. And one that I thought about that's kind of interesting is Thrawn. Everything you want on Thrawn is not getting increased. You want protection because he recovers protection. You want speed so you can get Fracture out. He's not He's not getting any benefit from these stat increases, which is interesting because he's probably the most plug-and-play character in the entire game at this point. So... That I just kind of thought was a little bit interesting. I also find it interesting that apparently, as far as chat goes, I'm being told that mods came out a month before Emperor Palpatine, so really it was only Grandmaster Yoda when mods came out. I had to have been longer than that. (laughs) I thought thought so too. Huh. I was thinking it was like four months. Interesting, though. If it was that short of a period, that would be interesting. Um, So the last uh, suggestions from CG for the next couple weeks. Make sure you complete your mod battles in preparation for Tier 9, because there's going to be a new tier of those to get salvage and such. So make sure your mod battles are completed up until that point Uh so that you're ready. Mod battle to unlock mod challenges, you had to finish all mod battles, as far as I remember. So, for the most part, unless you're a new player, you're already done with that. Did you? I, I don't think you did. I think you had to open them all. I can't remember, it's been the, too long. Yeah, there, there's something weird about the way they open. I don't think you actually have to complete all of them. 
to do it, but I assume from the sound of it, you'll probably have to complete them all for tier nine. We'll we'll see, but yeah, for sure it'll um, be just like PVE nodes. So, and then uh, you know, work on leveling up those green, blue, and purple mods if you want to take advantage of the guaranteed upgrades. So, percent offense, speed, still. Um, you know, look over, see, see what it is you like. Those are the two that stick out to me as the ones that I'm really going to be focused on. And then they say, hold off on selling lower level mods until slicing is available, uh, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I, I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, one last trick that kind up of their sleeves for you. That's kind of what I thought. I mean, this is only a preview. It's not everything. So, you know, there may be something else um, or just maybe you never know what you may have. So. Yep. All right. Uh, you ready to do some giveaways? I'm ready. Are you ready? I am always ready. Always ready. This. How about that music? You like it? I do. It's it's the return of the Mac. Ooh. Wait, return of the Mac. Sorry, return of the Mac is a song. IPad? Oh. It's a hip hop cool. hip hop jam. Where you been all your life? Yep. Not my genre. So, um, all right. So, let's pull up and give away thirty dollars to our Twitch subs for the month. Go to my fancy random deal, and I am going to go and pull a name. And it is K-L-A-N-D-W-E-H. You are our winner for the uh, the $30 Twitch. So uh, hit us up and let us know, and we will get you that gift card. He is not in Discord, so... Definitely got to hit us up on uh, on Twitch or send us an email at theshatteredorder at gmail.com. Indeed. Um, I am looking for our Patreon file. All right. Are we ready for, for this? I'm ready. So far, this I'm is going much ready. better than last time. I haven't had to fake excitement. Or sorry, hey. fake really, really yeah. excited. <laughs> can, can you do me a favor? I can always do you a favor. What's up? Can you fake some excitement for me? Hell yeah, I can fake some. Dude, who's got the $10 Patreon gift card? Tell me now, please. <laughs> All right, hold on. Too Let slow. Me, uh... I am literally... But wait, falling out of my seat. Come on. All right. Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold Stop on. Stop telling me to hold on. Tell me the name. Okay, I got to know. All right. We'll do the $10 one first. We'll I thought we, we already knew that. What's the name? Well, I'm delaying. Oh, gosh. Come I, on, man. I got to. Well, hold on. I Do you know how to unzoom Safari? I zoom Safari and I can't see squat. Oh my god, this is terrible. Hold on, I have to open a new browser because I cannot see anything in my Safari page. You know, I, I literally just said this was going 
way better than last week or last month and you totally went and ruined it I I'm gonna start I don't know what I'm gonna do I gotta you gotta sit here and listen to some sweet jazz oh man you're killing me smalls I was so excited for the $10 gift card and now I'm not oh my god this is a disaster I, I was, I had it all set up. I was ready. And then I just, I screwed it up. Oh my God. Okay. All right, let me go. All right, all right, all right. Here we go. I thought, uh, Vistara Kai, I thought you said calm down. I'm like, all right, I'll, I can calm down, I guess. It's just too exciting, though. All right. The winner of the $10 gift card is Elon Mustard. Elon Mustard? I know that guy. I've, he I've heard of that name before. <laughs> how, how do I know that name? So... Could be uh, in the Shattered Order. He, he actually is. Yeah, that is a really good point. All right, now... Let's go to the $30 gift card for our patrons. Tell me who it is. 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 I'm working on it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I believe that I've held on long enough and I really want to know. Do you? I really want to know. I'm going to guess Cable. Cable's what you're going to pick. That's my guess. It is not going to be Cable. Um, I have to look up and see who this is. I'll just continue sitting here waiting. Uh, SCL Bruce. Hey! STL Brews went on the $30 gift card. I do believe STL is in Future of the Order. I believe you are correct. Yes. And you got all these names written down, right? Totally. Right now I did. All right. I'll get that last one for you. Yeah, uh, thank you, all sir. Right, so, um, big huge shout out to all of our patrons. We really appreciate it. You guys help us do the show and uh, inspire us to keep doing what we're doing. And Kavoth, Quoth, Kavoth, Cable, whatever Cable. your name is, <laughs> and Maze Window, both of you guys, uh, I owe you roster reviews, so we'll be doing that soon. Be looking out for that. Uh, I think one of them we may try doing a video roster review, see how that goes. So, big shout out and thank you to Quoth, Ringer, Maze Window, J Pod, Z Splash, SCL Bruise, Recoil, Elusive One, War Bobby, Boo Earns, EOK, Dr. Shesith, Turner Viobi, Rock, Obsidian, who upped his pledge this month, Vistara Kai, who upped their pledge this month. Thank you very much. Uh, two new patrons. Uh, Ben underscore NZ and Ruskies. Hands of God 007. Painted Land. 
Elon Mustard, Boba Finn, Jitsu Jet, M4, Sour Diesel, Moonrock, Gore Stag, Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Dethane. I always butcher your name. I am oh, so sorry. I hope it's not a guy uh, now. El Elton, <laughs> El Elton Blues, Tyrek Thorne, Michael Bluth, DJ Infidel, Zizer, Darth Molly, uh, another new Patreon for the month, First Order Wookie. McMull 2, Sleepy Bulldog, Ron Paul Bunyan, and last, but most certainly not least, is Han Pikey. Lorraine. So, uh, do what? Lorraine. Sorry. Loran. Leoran is my guess. Leoran. Please just send me uh, like an audio clip pronouncing your name so I don't butcher it every time. I really feel terrible about it. Um, so that covers all the giveaways this week. That was four giveaways. We gave away $70 in gift cards and Blue Designs giveaway. We have another Blue Designs giveaway due here pretty soon. So um, that is always so much fun. And I think it's time for me to crush you in some trivia. I do think that's wrong. Why? Are you going to play the sounder or what? How was how that wrong? It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. So you just reminded me of something. And have you ever tried to teach a three-year-old how to fist pump? No, I haven't. So this is what it looks like, right? This is what it looks like for mm -hmm. a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> just reckless arm waving yes yes just arms flailing everywhere because my son nolan thinks it's the most hilarious thing in the world to fist pump so i will do it just to make him laugh and then he'll try to do it and it's just everywhere it's hilarious nice. i'm like i'm making you laugh and you're making me laugh this is for two totally different reasons yeah anyways that's uh here we go <laughs> Ooh, that's that's a good sound. All right, we got some trivia music finally. So, the score is thirteen to ten. I am up as we go into episode three of this season, I believe. And I am not excited about this topic. You're probably gonna crush me, or you should. Been a while since I played with my T3 M4, but I do feel like I have a good grasp on him so all right cool well start us off with question one all right question one let me bring it up here on the screen there it is t3m4 and the droids question one t3m4 can do all of this but one which is it cleanse and heal an ally remove turn meter from all enemies Dispel all enemy buffs and increase allies' crit chance and crit damage. Hmm. 
I don't think I know the answer to this one. I do know the answer, and if it's not the answer that I'm saying, I will dispute it. Interesting. Um... This is odd. I'm not getting the whole question on the screen, so let me fix that. You should fix that. Um... Alright, I have got my answer. Do you have yours? Yep. All right. right. So my answer is C. That is my answer as well. Because he does dispel buffs on the enemies, but it's all defense buffs, not all buffs. Ah, interesting. So the answer is C. Dispel all enemy buffs, just defense buffs. So that puts uh, Team Hermit Yoda at 14 and Team Wampa at 11. True that. Question two. Question that. Question that. Question two. The droids are the only faction that have characters with abilities that produce blank. This is odd. <laughs> that have characters with abilities that produce blank. And characters is plural, so it's not uh, whatever buff BB-8 gives. <laughs> uh, actually, I think it is. Well, hmm. the answer is turn meter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. Totes turn meter. This is tough. I do not. God, I do not know this. Droids are the only faction that have characters with abilities that produce a blank. Okay. Blank. This is tough without the multiple choice. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, I can think of a lot of things that this could possibly be. I, I don't know the exact context that the question's looking for. Because I can think of a few things that are very unique to to them, but... Mm. God, I do not know. I, I want an extra bit of time here, because I want to come up with an answer at least, but nothing is coming to mind. Also, I can't wear this hat any longer, so I'm just going to look like the brightest person in the world because of this light above me. Oh, you're nice and shiny. Hello! Uh, God, yeah, I... I, I really have no idea. And I, I know as soon as I see the answer, I'm going to be very annoyed. Yeah, me too. Um... Uh, I don't have an answer. I can't think of anything. Uh... All right, I'm gonna. I'm going with burn. 
Okay. Fog slash smoke. I guess it wasn't a buff or a debuff or oh. an ability thing, but like the the look, visual of the ability. Okay, yeah. That is interesting. Never really thought about Question that. Three. Question three. True or false? If false, correct it for a bonus point. Ooh. T3 and 4 can cleanse the droid ally and heal them for 50% health and 50% protection. This is the most combined percent of healing for a target ally out of any abilities in the game. I don't know the answer to this, but I also feel like why would they add the if false corrected for a bonus point if it wasn't false? That's kind of my thoughts as well. Uh yeah, I've, I've got my answer. As do I. Um, I guess I should write my answer for the first question. <laughs> Alright. Showing my answer. I am going with false because it's the incorrect percentages. <laughs> I don't think we can give you a bonus point without giving you the, the correct percentages, but... I put true. Okay. So let's see what the answer is. True. It says Cap Darn. Captain Han and Amalyn Holdo come to the cl come the closest, and while both can heal for only forty percent health and twenty percent protection, their abilities apply regardless of faction. Interesting. Bummer. Question four. Question four. Here we go. Worth more than two points. Name the droids Ooh, that in, name the droids that inflict target lock. Buffer zero. Says. Then for a bonus point, name the one that inflicts target lock for three turns where the others only inflict for two. So I'm confused on the points here. It says buffer zero, so you have to get it exactly right. You have to get all of them correct. Um, no, I think it. I think what's saying is you can't get any wrong. You can't guess a wrong one. Correct. Every one that you get wrong is a negative point. Okay, that makes sense. 
All right, I got my answers. What was the bonus part of that? Name the one that inflicts target lock for three turns where the others only inflict for two. Okie dokie. All right, I got my answer. I do too. I am going with IPD, IG-88, T3, with T3 as the one that inflicts for three turns. IG-88 inflicts target lock? Yes. Nice. That must... See, I was trying to think of char newer characters, but I guess they were all... Re he was reworked with the Bounty Hunter Bounty pass, Hunter. so yep. I didn't really think about him. I have T3 and Probe Droid, and I have Probe Droid as the... Three turn one. Ah, uh, dang it. Alright, okay. so... And the answers are... T3, M4, IG-88, and Imperial Probe Droid. Okay. I... And who did you put for the three turn? T3. Apparently it's IG-88. Huh, interesting, okay. So, I'm gonna get three points, you're gonna get two? Yep. That makes the score 17 to 14. Yes, sir. As we go into... Question number five. All right, question five. Uh, Up to three points. More and more teams practically need a way to passively gain turn meter to be viable in arena. Some droids like R2 and BB-8 gain turn meter after doing certain abilities. All of them can gain turn meter upon a crit under HK lead, but would some would argue they need more. Which droids can gain turn meter passively with no action necessary from themselves or allies? And then it lists all the uh, droids. Ooh. Ooh. This is this is quite tough. Gain turn meter with no action necessary from themselves or allies. Holy crap, this is... Remember, it's up to three oh. points, so you have to pick three. Or you don't have to pick three, you can pick one or two or zero. I prefer you pick zero, but that's me. Since there's no buffer, I'm going to guess on this one. Well, part of it. I, I, I have a technicality on this one that... Um, I have an answer that I am pretty certain nobody would argue with me as being incorrect. However, it's not the answer that's going to be shown. I am quite confident. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? I will explain whenever we, whenever we show answers. I'm trying to decide if I want to go that route or not. 
I thought I like how you said no one would argue with you is that it's incorrect. Is that what you meant to say? Yes. Well, that's a weird way to put things. Uh, uh. I I'm going to put I'm going to put kind of two different answers. Okay. Then I'm going to put a separate answer because why not? Um How many answers so three total? Or you're just picking three sets of three, and then you're going to pick the best one. I'm confused. <laughs> it's... Uh, you'll understand when you see it. All right, well, give me your answers, and then we'll see what I you meant. As far as I'm concerned, you pick three droids, and then you're good. Or you can pick four. No, you can't pick four. It's up to three. Pick three. Or I'm just going to write every droid. Uh, it's up... Oh, it says up to three? Up to three points. So there's only three. Uh, okay. Okay, well that that may change my stipulation then. Um, so my answers are going to be then B2, K2SO, and Chopper. However, technically, all droids can under a Rex lead. Yeah... I don't like it. <laughs> Technically, it's true, and you can't make the argument that it's not, but I don't think that's the intent of the question. It's a loophole. I found a bug in the question. What's your answer? I have B2, BB8, and I just guessed IG88. All right, and what are the... What the were yours again? Answers? B2, K2, and Chopper. Okay. All right, so the answers were B2. I think we all know this one, yes. IPD, plus 3% after droid ally turns. And, huh? L and L3, 15% if droid ally is damaged. Okay, so technically IPD wouldn't count because that would require an action from a droid, right? Isn't that what it said? What was the reasoning on it? Switch droids can gain turn meter passively with no action necessary from themselves or allies, it says. Well, that requires... Okay, I guess technically if a droid is stunned, their turn would pass. I would guess IPD would still gain turn meter. Well... Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. Okay. I think that all checks out. I I, th I believe Chopper gains turn meter, though. When he's evaded or something like that. When he's evaded, that would mean he had to do something. Or, sorry, whenever he evades. Mm. That's what I meant to say. Um, let's see... Nope. He does, um... 
Oh, he has a turn meter reduction on one of his abilities. Yep. Bummer. All right, so did we both get one point on that one? Yeah, I got one. You didn't have L3? You said T3. I did not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we both got one there. So that makes it 18 to 15 at the end of this week. And we will have a new winner next week. 18 to 15. Did I just add one to me and not to you? Probably. Nice. Okay. You you tend to cheat often, so. <laughs> next theme next week is mods, I guess. <laughs> Ooh. So there's that. Hope so. Cool. Well, um, this was fun. It was fun to talk about and nerd about mods. Uh, you know, can't wait till we get more information. They did say several weeks until that update's available, so who knows. Well, as I guess it's time to get out of here, patreon.com slash shattered order, discord.me slash shattered order. Come chat with us. The website's obviously shatteredorder.com. You can find just about everything there. Make sure you subscribe, leave us reviews on iTunes, and do not forget to sub to us on YouTube. Uh, we want to get those subbers up, and don't forget, sub on Twitch. Give us a Twitch sub if you're an Amazon Prime member. That way you can get advance notices of, you know, things like blue design giveaways and get eligible for a $30 gift card. Like, why would you not want a gift card, people? Come on. Anything else? I think that's it for me. So, from all of us here, all of us, all two of us, from the Shattered Podcast, <laughs> have a great week, and we will catch you again next week. Later.